Welcome to Spirit Behind the Screen. Each episode, your host, Marty McCurdy, deep dives on industry trends around high-reliability electronics and the supply chain in aerospace and defense. This is a special episode in honor of Memorial Day, highlighting our spirit veterans and our nonprofit foundation, Spirit Gives. Hi, I'm Marty McCurdy with Spirit Electronics, and we are here with our podcast, Behind the Screen. And in order to really step into the holiday and uh, talk to some veterans about the Memorial Day holiday coming up, I felt uh, nothing more compelled to do it than with our own team. So basically, we run a veteran-owned company, and Spirit Gives, which is our charity, uh, is really here to support veteran families that have lost a spouse in the active service, but they have kids. And we really are here to maybe what they, you know, call dive deep as opposed to wide. We want to dive deep with those families of kids and, and try to help mentor them and just get them out and do things that kids do that maybe they don't have the bandwidth to do as a single parent. And uh, I'm here with my team, uh, Chris Cenarius and Thomas um, Stewart. And I'm looking at Thomas because you are a single parent with four girls uh, at really young ages. And I always tell people, um, I never hear you say, I can't come in because of the kids or, or this or that. So I, in my head, I think you are the sound of music guy blowing the whistle. Your kids line up, they march to the <laughs> so, uh, Yeah. So, uh, so tell us about uh, you know, the single parenting of uh, four girls. Oh, it's uh, fun. I keep me on my toes. So, uh, I have four girls, a uh, 10 year old, 9 year old, twins that are, that are eight. So, very close in age. So, they're, they're a lot like, uh, you know, like a squad, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think one day we were hiking at lunch and uh, you said, yeah, if one of them get in trouble, they're all grounded. And I'm like, that's a great idea. self <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> so that's the problem with uh, with having so many of them. Is somebody leaves their cup out or does this or that, and I ask who did it. It's always somebody else. <laughs> so I just went to them. Somebody leaves something out or does something wrong, everybody's in trouble. So they have to police each other. So learn that learn course. Though. There you go. <laughs> right. So you're a resident marine, and yeah. then uh, we have Chris with us. And Chris, you have how many kids? I have three kids. Three boys. Three boys. So. Uh, I see marriages in my future, right? <laughs> so I, I wanted to talk today, uh, and I, we've all transitioned at some point, and also we have uh, Alyssa Marquez here, who is a spouse of an active duty person that also converted to civilian, but still is in the service, basically. Uh, in public service. Public yeah. service. And um, I, we just wanted to maybe touch base um, just talking about you know our efforts to help the transitional point from leaving active service into uh, civilian life, and then obviously we have some new hires coming in. So four more vets are coming in between now and June fourteenth. So that's pretty exciting. So Chris, if you can just share with us, I think you probably are the closest one that has transitioned, right? Uh, you're the most recent. Yeah, it's it's a unique situation because it's kind of been on and off, right? So. Um, I, I would like to think that I, I officially transitioned probably about 10 years ago, but um, I'm still uh, a participating reservist. So most recently, I did a three-month uh, activation, 
and that required kind of a, a little bit of a transition um, back into, into civilian life. But I would say in that, you know, in that, that first period where I transitioned about 10 years ago, I had about 15 years in, um, and it was, uh, I won't lie to you, it was a, it was a tough transition. It's, it's diff, it's, it, it, it can be difficult if you're not uh, prepared to transition. And to me, I feel like the, for me, the single biggest challenge um, uh, overcoming uh, and being successful in the transition is the acceptance of starting over. So I was at Luke Air Force Base. Um, I was an operations superintendent in charge of about 170 folks, right? Um, and then I went from being an operations superintendent to starting in the civilian world as a staff accountant making $15 an hour in charge of nobody. And it's a very humbling experience. And our entire family, changed, you know, our, our structure changed. Um, whereas before, you know, we had one child at, at, at that point in time, and my wife um, was a stay-at-home mother. It required us, it required her to go out to the workforce. And, you know, and we both had to contribute to the household. And so um, I think that's, and I think that's uh, the biggest challenge for a lot of folks that I see transitioning out is accepting uh, that it, there's a, it's a start over and understanding that um, you have to work your way up again. Yeah. And in learning and, and being uh, willing to find those new skills uh, to adapt to the market. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. It, it absolutely is true. Like you, you feel a little bit like you lose a little bit of your identity, right? Mm -hmm. You not only do you have rank, but you know, other people are looking up to you just from a given structure, right? Not because you earned it, but because you have the stripe on your arm, right? <laughs> so that doesn't work in civilian world. They don't really care what you wear on your sleeve, right? They're going to give you the, 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 the razz. So I think it's a, a great point. Um, you know, one of the things that we wanted to try to do by reaching out to vets, and I think we've all talked about it internally, is that there's a, uh, a common thread that comes out of, of hiring veterans. And I think we've all agreed that uh, you can handle the pressure, right? That we've already, it's gonna be worse, right? <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, going through the service and, and getting out, I mean, I think it's, just the change i think we all went in when we were really young at least i did at 18. so i think you you get in there and they kind of hold your hand and mother you along but now you're like thrust into the civilian world and nobody's really holding your hand you have to re-identify who you are and like you say start from the bottom so sometimes i think that's why we lose some of our vets and they don't end up in the workforce so you know whatever we can do to help that transition along we're really looking for ideas on how to help manage that. So um, one thing I wanted to touch on from a spouse standpoint is that um, that's a huge transition for you just, you know, either from on base to off base and all of the just logistics and kids and, you know, supportive spouse and all that. So uh, give us your viewpoint, Alyssa. Sure. Um, when my husband transitioned, I think we went through, if, if you look at one of the checklists of all of these life events will cause major stress in your life, I think we checked off every <laughs> single one of them except yeah. divorce in that first because <laughs> you you're buying a house, maybe, you, maybe you're relocating to a new city, maybe you have family around, maybe you don't have family around. So what made it successful for us uh, was planning. Mm -hmm. um, my husband was 
flying out here for interviews, uh, you know, six to nine months ahead. Like he knew what he wanted to do. And I think that's a big challenge for a lot of people. Sometimes you don't know what you're wanting to do. Sometimes you're getting out because it's a choice. Sometimes you're getting out because it's, it's just that time and that's you've hit the max. Um, so for us, the biggest thing was having a plan. And it does, for a spouse, it does affect career. Like Chris, you said your wife was stay at home and suddenly she has to go get one. For me, I'd spent eight years building a flexible career around this and now I got to put down some roots or, you know, I was in an office all of a sudden. <laughs> um, you know, we had to, I don't think it was uh, the first day that my husband started was the first day our kid went into daycare. So there's all these major transitions. I think at the time I didn't give it um, the, the credit that it was for how much disruption and stress that can be, mm -hmm. but it, it does get better with time and, and having a plan going into it um, is, is the biggest benefit. I worked a little bit on base uh, with professional development services. I was at the library, but they, most branches and bases will offer that career office where you can work on your resume, you can take some skills surveys and figure out, you know, what are you good at? What do you like doing? Um, so it can be, it can be a big change. It can be scary. It can be very stressful, but for us, the plan is everything. Yeah. And you're a planner too. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's like my, that might be my tight face. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I know that one of our new hires coming in is out of the, you know, bomb ordinances. So, you know, we interviewed him and like, there's nothing that'll rattle that guy. Right. I mean, he's. There's nothing more risky than bombs, and I'm just coming to the office, and we're like, how are we going to entertain this I, I think one of the other biggest skills is the variety of people you get to meet and that you interact with. And, like, I think coming out of the military, you have stronger social skills than, you know, you meet such a diversity of people, you've moved around, you've seen the world more than somebody who just came out of college and went into an office. So I, that's something I, I would talk up yeah yeah that is true and i i think that the camaraderie that goes on at spirit is a lot of that right like i think it, it flows over doesn't it so we're all you know pretty uh there's a lot of banter goes on with <laughs> <laughs> that b word uh, so. uh, but i think we've all talked i was going to say earlier we've all talked about the common thread with veterans um is that it's the discipline Right, you what you learn and what you bring out of the military that gets carried over. That's a big positive. Is that we all have good bandwidth. We're all totally grounded. We can handle the stress, and it really, you know, you guys let it roll off your back. And I think that comes from just the military environment and the high stress that it is, and things like that. So, I mean, you you both are laid back, but you're incredibly laid back. Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I nothing rattles you. You've got your Routine, you do it and, and uh, you go through it so uh, talk to us about it yeah I think it's you know you, you kind of said it earlier right? you get uh, you go through a lot in the military a lot of changes and and I mean the trans you talk about the transition out of the military you transition a lot in the military through PCS changing station and all the different commands that I went through and schools and people I've met and and it's interesting how often when you talk about social skills, how many people you meet and then they're gone. And you may never see them. Again. Of course, nowadays with social media, that may not be the case. But when, when we were in, <laughs> that wasn't the case. We didn't have Facebook and all that. So uh, people you met and then they were gone, you never see them again. So you learn, you learn to uh, meet new friends and, you know, and I think that, that really helps. But 
Yeah, you deal with a lot of stress in the military, and trying to deal, you'll deal with different stress <laughs> yeah. when you get out. So but I think um, just having a focus for what you need to do, you learn that in the military, and you learn how to prioritize what's important and what's not, and uh, focus on how to get the job done rather than the stress. I think I've noticed that a lot about civilians that they they don't they focus on the stress instead of the problem and what you need they need to handle and then that gets in the way of solving the problem. Yeah. So I think a lot I think that's the reason why military guys and girls tend to get through those those circumstances easier. Yeah. Exercise those muscles yeah. previously. Yeah, I remember one day it was a semi stress going on and uh, Megan was stressing about something I said to her. Do you remember back on February 13th? Remember how what was going on? And she looked at me like, what are you talking about? I'm like, exactly. You don't remember. So let's not stress about it today because you know next week you're not going to remember this stress. Let's let it go, right? So I think it's a learning curve. But um, I think it's interesting also, like uh, you're saying about, you know, Gabe obviously knew what he wanted to do. But I think that's a challenge for people coming out with very specialized um, uh, career fields within the military. If you're working on a jet or ordinances or bombs or, you know, whatever you're doing, you're coming out and you're like, okay, what do I do with that, right? So, you know, luckily I stayed in the electronics business the whole time, but like Chris, you, you know, did you change totally career fields or you always stayed with the accounting? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, uh, I did change. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm security forces, which is military police or a cop by trade, right? And um, I, I often go back to my unit and there, I am the only accountant there. <laughs> and believe it or not, I do find some nexus between what I do today and what I do in my civilian life. And it, and it helps uh, the unit. Um, but I think that, you know, if I had to give any piece of advice to anybody that was transitioning out, um, the worst advice I could give somebody is to, you know, follow your passion or to follow what you, you know, what you um, really want to do on the outside. I think that you got to take that into consideration, but it's really about what are you good at, you know, and what is the, what is the market um, going to, you know, compensate you for your skills. And a lot of times what I've, I've read and studies have found, and I find this true for myself, is that um, when you're good at something, you tend to be happier. It may not necessarily be your life's passion, and passions change over time, um, but um, you, know, you just gotta find you know, what you're good at. So for me, um, I spent an entire career in law enforcement, and I really thought at the end of the day I was gonna be a cop, even on the outside. And as I looked at um, you know, college and what am I gonna study, um, you know, I looked at finance and accounting, and I looked at it primarily because I was um, good with numbers, and there was a demand for it. And um, and when I transitioned out, I cannot tell you how helpful it was to have a skill set beyond just law enforcement or criminal justice. Right. So. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, I look at that, and I'm like, where are the F-111s? What am I? Doing? <laughs> <laughs> to the Ford Mustang somehow, what am I going to do with myself? Um, I think that the, uh, the, like you're saying, that career field is, is key. And I know that, uh, Alyssa, you and I, when we first were getting Spirit Gives up and running, is that we talked to Luke and, and trying to find that transitional uh, group of people over there because I, I think the military is making a big concerted effort, certainly more than when I was in, 
probably Thomas, that they are trying desperately to help that transitional uh, period resume writing. Even there's career days and things like that. So hats off to the military to um, try to you know help that integration happen. So I think you have been involved in some of that. Yeah, so I, I was involved in that when I worked uh, for about a year with them on base with the library system. Um, when we were hiring here at Spirit, that was, and so that was a resource that I knew we could go reach out to. Um, and I think that the aerospace and defense industry, we, we did a, a study on the market um, shortly after I joined the team. There's a lot of opportunity to partner with that to bring skilled people into this, this workforce. When we hire at Spirit, you know, a veteran already knows, um, especially if they're coming out of an air wing or air experience, they know what that effect of product safety is. They're familiar with ESD and FOD and, and they function really well with inside of those standards. The military standards are so detailed and, and you could go, you know, 200 pages deep in something looking for an answer and they're already familiar with that. So I think it fits in really well with um, some of the challenges that we have in our industry for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's and and then we all since we operate as a veteran-owned company, we we still are in the defense business. So we're in aerospace and defense. So we're still tied to the major primes and you know some of the programs. Uh, you know, I, I saw an old name recently, and I'm like, I remember that from my military days. I could not be right. So uh, yeah, it's, it's super fun. So. Yeah, I, um, I want to reach out to anybody listening that um, if there is a transition point, if any of us could help, I'm pretty sure we're all willing to step up and, and help that, that transition. And if you want to check out spiritgives.org, um, we've got some good things going on with kids and, and trying to you know mentor them along when they're out of the military family. So I appreciate everybody's time today. I know we have uh, four or five other vets in the company to We'll bring them into the next session, but uh, happy Memorial Day to everybody, and be safe and enjoy the time off. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. So this is Marty McCurdy, a little addition to our Veterans uh, Memorial Day salute, and I'm here with Jeremy Rowland. And Jeremy, you are a longtime veteran uh, from the Air Force, and you did uh, more than 20 years. Yes, uh, 22 years uh, aircraft maintenance. Um, yeah. It was. It doesn't seem like it when you're out, does it? After you've been in and you're out now, you look back and you're like, really, was it 22 years? Yeah, it doesn't seem like I'm that old yet. So, <laughs> yeah, 22 years uh, at the time seemed like it was going super slow, but once I'm out and, or now that I'm out, it's just like, where did it go? Yeah, so. yeah. So Spirit Gives is our foundation that we talk about helping veterans uh, with families with kids especially, and uh, we talk a lot about the transition from uh, military life to civilian life so how was that for you because maybe some of us only did four or six or ten years but when you've spent like the majority of your young life young impressionable life yes. uh, in the military i can imagine that the the transition was much more um, black and white for you yeah i mean the dod now has a lot of uh programs to help you with the transition um, and they've, they've really fine-tuned that quite a bit. Um, so the transition was, was different just because of the, to me it was, it was hard because of the mentality between military and civilian uh, as far as work and just everything in general. So it's, it was a little difficult, but uh, here at Spirit actually 
makes that a little bit easier <laughs> for some reason. So it's the culture, the culture was is definitely uh, a lot similar but different uh, in in many ways. Yeah, I think that's what we were talking about. Is that basically it's. Uh, I think that's how the culture got started. You know, this is what I know and I enjoy it. And we were just saying, so, you know, between now and the 14th, we've got four more new hires and they're all veterans. And then you've joined us in the last few months and you've been a great hire. And uh, another Desmond came in to QA and we've been, um, we brought him in and he's out of the Navy, isn't he? He's a Marine. Oh, he's a Marine. Sorry. I can't keep them all straight. So basically we're going to have what, eight or, or more mm-hmm. veterans now in a company of 25. So that's good. And then Alyssa being a spouse of, of active duty um, previously. And so, yeah, it's a tight community still put among us. So yeah, civilians better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, I know you're super busy, so thanks for your time today and uh, happy Memorial Day and have a safe one. Thanks. Yep. Thanks for listening with Spirit this week. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to let us know what you want to hear about in aerospace and defense. You can find out more about Spirit's value-added services and product lines at spiritelectronics.com.